With so much uncertainty still surrounding the Arizona Cardinals as we move into tonight's NFL draft, there is one thing that is absolutely for certain. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. It's time. It's time. We don't know what the hell is going to happen, but we do know that it's time. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores or listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in all caps in the game. NFL draft tonight, first round. Cardinals sit at the number three overall pick. Dan Rossini tweeted out that there are multiple teams and multiple offers the Cardinals are mulling over is the terminology she used pertaining to moving down from the number three overall pick. So the roller coaster of where the Cardinals are has been massively peaked and valued in myriad different ways. I did one, if not two podcasts last week, earlier this week, it all blends together about the Cardinals sticking and picking at three and, and the, the most viable options for them in an effort to position themselves for the most success in the future, because it looked like the trade market had dwindled, had pretty much been extinct and then now over the last 48 hours around draft day, we knew that, I mean, this is just what happens with top three picks. Like there are so many teams, 10, eight teams that have been rumored to potentially move up in the draft and draft a quarterback. I mean, that is dream fuel for the Cardinals. And I'll talk about what the best course of actions for the Cardinals would be if they were to trade back and what positions they should target at different spots in the draft order, if they do move back once, twice, et cetera. Those are the unknowns right now. As I'm recording this podcast, those are the unknowns. I recorded a day of, I'm recording on Thursday because I didn't want to record the day before and then have a million things happen. And then, you know, me just throw this in the trash. So I'm recording this at 11.14 a.m. local time. There are a lot of uncertainties going into tonight. Not Uncertainties don't have negative connotations, poor connotations, not prepared, ill-prepared connotations. There's just uncertainty as to what's going to happen. There is one thing that is absolutely for certain. And regardless of if you think this person should be QB1 for the future, it doesn't matter. Tonight is all about Kyler Murray. And what I mean by that is tonight is all about drafting the right players in an effort to build out young, talented, inexpensively contracted players to build out this roster. A roster that could be looked at as the worst roster in the NFL talent-wise right now. And it 
could get worse if they trade DeAndre Hopkins, which it seems like they will. But when you go into tonight, you're like, ooh, the Cardinals picking a three. Ooh, they're trading back. Ooh. They still have Kyler Murray. He's hurt. He's going to miss a chunk of this season. But when Kyler Murray is great, he's an MVP candidate. He is. And when you look at what's possible with Kyler Murray as quarterback, think about what going into tonight is going to look like with Kyler Murray as quarterback. There are discussions about him, you know, about the Cardinals drafting Paris Johnson Jr. offensive tackle at three. There are conversations about the Cardinals trading out of the top 10 altogether, out of the top 20 altogether. So with all of the noise and all of the lights and all of the shiny objects surrounding the draft and the stage and you know, this whole production the NFL is going to put on. Keep in mind today, as you're watching the draft, that the one certainty that we have is that Monty Osaford is going to build out a team in an effort to be able to make Kyler Murray the best quarterback he can be. That's not to say that they're going to draft all offensive players. That's not it. You know what? You know what's a a good a good friend of quarterbacks? A good defense. Like the Cardinals have so many needs that at this point, whoever they draft, if it's not a kicker, punter, quarterback, tight end, probably, it's gonna help the roster. But when you look at, again, all of the uncertainty, all the questions surrounding where they're going to draft, who they're going to draft, what position they're going to draft, how they're going to set themselves up for success in the future by trading back, all of that is fun. That's the popcorn stuff. But the definition of the Cardinals' main goal going into tonight's draft is how do you build this roster out with talent in an effort to make Kyler Murray's job easier? And that, going into tonight, is the thing that should be focused on the most. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Please like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Trying to get to 3,000. Locked on Cardinals, 3K by the start of the season. Slowly but surely getting there. Please, you know, leave a review if you want where you get your podcasts. Just keep coming back. If this is your first listen, thank you. If you're an everydayer and you've been listening since 2017, Thank you. Very, very exciting times ahead for the Arizona Cardinals. The Band-Aid's been ripped off. There are still some lingering not-so-great things surrounding the organization, namely with the owner. Buda Baker wants out. DeAndre Hopkins smiles when people talk to him about him getting traded. It's not going to get easier right now. But as I mentioned a month ago on a podcast, Hitting rock bottom is exactly what needed to happen for the Arizona Cardinals to rebuild their culture, their roster, the ecosystem, everything. That's happened. 
And now this is the first massive step in an effort to begin to rebuild. And it starts tonight and it starts focused on making Kyler Murray's job easier. What's the best course of action for the Arizona Cardinals with the number three overall pick? Trade back, trade back twice, trade back once and jump 20 spots down. What is it? I'll give you my thoughts next. This episode of Lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and if you've ever thought about, you know, potentially being an NFL GM, you think it'd be a good one, you got to give this game a try, okay? It's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. And, and when you play Ultimate Football GM, you get to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through seasons and lead your team to glory, trying to build a historic dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms, navigating your franchise to free agency, the draft, injuries, player personnel issues, and all the ups and downs of a season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want. And when you want to locked on Cardinals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in all caps in the game store, that's locked on in all caps. So make sure to check it out today to download the game. Just visit ultimate gm.com or look it up on the app store app stores. That's ultimate gm.com ultimate football GM start your dynasty today. I'm just ready, man. I'm just ready. With and, and you know, I somebody in my comments on on one of my last videos said that you know they took a break listening because I talked about Steve Kime too much, and I continue to talk about Steve Kime. And I know that I've been hard on this organization. I know that I've beaten things into the ground because I thought it was necessary to remind people why we are where we are, and while. We're going to see Stevie Baby's face on TV tonight with the Fox team talking about the draft, which is like, I don't know, somebody being allergic to peanuts, teaching a class on peanut consumption. It's like, I have no idea why they chose Steve Kime. It might have been a Michael Bidwell hookup. Who the hell knows? Steve Kime has no business talking about the draft. But the reason why I talk about Steve Kime still, and it's going to end soon because he's no longer part of the organization, is because... It's important to really paint a picture as to why the Cardinals got to where they are now. Why we're here. And Steve Kahn was the conductor. Trust me. I don't want to talk about him anymore. I'm done. And soon, as we get into this offseason, Steve Kahn will no longer really be words that I say in succession coming out of my mouth. And it'll be nice. It'll be fun. The Cardinals have options at three. According to Diana Rossini, they have a bountiful amount of options. Do they trade back to seven with the Raiders? Do they trade back to 11 with Tennessee? I was on Tennessee as a trade partner two months ago. Does Houston get a bug up their rear end and want to draft at number two and number three overall, giving the Cardinals the 12th pick and future draft capital that they have, they have plentiful amounts of because of the Deshaun Watson trade? Do they trade back to Minnesota at 23? Like, there are so many 
possibilities for the Cardinals at three, and that's pretty obvious. And I've been very vocal in the fact that they should trade back as many times as possible. So my best, like my best case scenario today, this is my best case scenario. Okay. And I talked with Tyler Rowland from Locked on Titans. We do Thursday's Locked on NFL together. We talked about this. So go check that out. Free and available wherever you get your, your, your podcast on YouTube. It's a fascinating first segment conversation. Tennessee, I've said, and I'll continue to say, is the best trade back spot for the Cardinals because they'll get at least two first round picks. We'll get another pick this year. Like, that is a team that needs a quarterback. They need a culture shift. They need a shift. Not even culture. Like, they have a pretty good culture there, actually, because Mike Vrabel does a really good job as head coach. They need a start. Like, they need a quarterback. They need to bottom out, draft a young quarterback, and start from scratch. And Anthony Richardson, if that's the guy, Anthony Richardson is going to be the wild card here. He can go number one overall for all we know, even though people are saying that Bryce Young will. Like, C.J. Stroud could drop. Like, it's – Looney Tunes up top with what with the potential. But the Cardinals trade back. This is my ideal scenario. Cardinals trade back to 11. They get two first-round picks and maybe a third this year and a second next year, something like that. And then they trade back again. Because in a, at 11, it opens up different possibilities. 11 is the Jackson Smith and Jigba. Probably the Paris Johnson, even though he's he'll go in the top 10, it seems like, maybe not to the Cardinals. There's a bunch of tackles. There's still a bunch of edge rushers, like wide receivers, Bijan Robinson. Like it's a different portion of the first round where teams in the mid-20s can move up to 11, maybe give a future first and get their guy at 11 instead of having to wait and hope that that player falls to them, you know, 10 or 12 picks back. So if that's the case, the Cardinals would move back into the 20s, but they'd get three future firsts and a couple other ancillary picks. I feel like that is where they'd win the draft. And then, because they have so many needs, draft a need at 25, 27, 23, whatever it is. Like, to me, that is the Shangri-La heaven scenario for the Cardinals as, as they usher in Arizona Cardinals 2.0. Would it take them out of the Will Anderson and Jalen Carter and you know, Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon sweepstakes. Yeah. Does it matter? No. It doesn't. And think about it this way. Even if they don't trade back all the way out, trading back twice is still an option. Like, so say the Raiders get a bug up their rear and they want to move up from seven to three. That could be worth a first round pick next year for the Raiders. That's one. And then the Cardinals move down to seven, 11, 12. 20 come into play from a different team that may want a quarterback at seven if Will Levis is still there. Cardinals could trade back again. And getting first round picks from different teams as opposed to getting two first round picks from the same team, the Cardinals will have their first round pick next year and two opposing two other teams' first round picks, both of whom probably won't have a very good year this year, which gives the Cardinals three bucks of the apple of what could be the most insane trade packages for quarterbacks that we've ever seen with Caleb Williams and Drake May going one and two, most likely. Cardinals got the first overall pick. Their pick could be first overall. And they could have other two other top two other top picks. Like That's why I say this is an 18-month process. It's a two-draft, two-off-season process. They punted on this year's offseason. That was the plan. They want to bottom out, and they did. 
So if they can get three first-round picks, move back into the mid-20s, and still draft a position of need, that's a home run. That is a home flipping run. That's how you go from outhouse to towards the top of the NFC West in two off-seasons. You got to nail the draft. Things have to go your way also, but accumulating first-round picks is something that I think is massively important for this team. And with how many needs they have, and with how, like, even though Will Anderson is still, I guess, looked at as the bell of the ball that's a non-quarterback this draft, there's still mocks or Tyree Wilson's going ahead of him. There are mocks where Will Anderson drops to seven. Like, this draft, maybe the most beneficial thing for the Cardinals this year is, this draft is spread out. Good players at multiple positions. So you can get somebody at 23 that may have the same impact on your team that you did at 12. You'd just be drafting a different position. If you tell me the Cardinals trade back twice and they draft a center or a guard at 23 or 24, and that center or guard is starting center or guard for the next decade, Cardinals win the draft. So I implore you, go into tonight like an amoeba. (laughs) Ready for anything and understanding that it could get really weird. And really weird is a lot better than needing a center and a pass rusher in a corner last year and trading for Hollywood Brown and then drafting a tight end in the second round. It's not piling on. It's adding empirical evidence to strengthen the idea and understand the idea of why the Cardinals are where they are. Just complete ineptitude during the draft. Here's to the ineptitude ceasing and rational thought prevailing. With that, as we go into the last segment before the draft, there's something that we need to talk about. Let's do it next. First, there's something I need to tell you about, and that's Built Bar. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need to be ingesting Built Bar for a couple reasons. Number one, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate, okay? So they taste good no matter what, okay? Number two, their macros are absolutely insane. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. Number three, the flavors. Churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream. And number four, you don't need to wait anymore. Like for years, we've been talking about, you know, ordering built bars at built.com and you got to wait a couple days for they're on your doorstep. They're still efficient, but it's not, you know, instant gratification. Now you can get them at Walmart or Sam's Club. Go to Walmart, go into the pharmacy section, get yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puff. And if you're close to Sam's club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. Brownie batter puff is not fair. And for puffs real quick, puffs are protein infused marshmallow. They are absolutely insane and they're good for you. You can thank me later. All right. So this is a conversation that I've been waiting to have. Take a seat. With all of the turmoil that's been surrounding this team, let's focus on the draft specifically, where you're going into every draft pretty much for the last 10 years, like this one will be different. 
right decisions, correct decisions for long-term success will be made. Shame on me for the 10th time last year. The conversation that needs to be had between you and myself, Alex Nancy Lockdown Cardinals, is Monty Ossenfort isn't Steve Kime. Oh, no bleep, dude. The hell are we doing here? You're really going to waste my time with this? Monty Ossenfort is not Steve Kime. Jonathan Gannon is not Cliff Kingsbury. There is zero correlative between the terrible drafts that the Cardinals have had over time and tonight, starting tonight through the weekend. Zero. In name only. It's the Arizona Cardinals draft. That's the only thing that's the same as what it was. Oh, Michael Bidwell's the owner. Yeah. I don't think Michael Bidwell's going to be meddling as much. If Steve Kahn was able to do whatever the hell he wanted continuously, I feel like Monty Osborne was brought in with his scouting background, with his Super Bowl pedigree with New England. Jonathan Gannon was brought in to change the culture of this organization. They're going to make the decisions. And one thing, and Warren Sharp tweeted this out, um, so I'm definitely not taking credit for it because it was a great tweet. He pretty much ran down all of the things that Kyler Murray wanted as it pertained to the roster and all the things that Steve Kime did, which was like, no, thank you for the thank you, thank you for the uh, advice, Kyler. Thank you for that. I'm gonna go do whatever I want to do and just go completely rogue. Starting with drafting Isaiah Simmons instead of Tristan Wirfs. You know, it's just like now Isaiah could still be a good player. Like it's not about him. It's never been about him or his hip and Collins. It's been about who should have been drafted the position instead of those guys. So going into tonight, I implore you to be ready for anything and trust. Because really when it comes down to it, and this is kind of a messed up way to look at it, but I'm confident in what I'm about to say. The draft tonight couldn't be worse than what we've experienced as of late through drafts. So that's something to be excited about. And having to trust implicitly a GM who's never drafted from the GM position before. It's, you know, uncharted waters for him. This is this is a new experience for all of us. But remember, and I will leave you with this, there is zero connection between the Arizona Cardinals yesterday with Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury yesterday using proverbially at the end of the 2022 season and now zero. So go into tonight with hope. Go into tonight with smiles that things will be different because regardless, they will be different. Hopefully this time with a positive and winning trajectory. Alex Nancy, Locked on Cardinals. Enjoy the draft. Be able to check me out, you know, Locked on NFL Draft channel. We're going to be doing it live. We'll see some clips from me on Twitter after every pick. It's going to be fun. Enjoy it. I'll talk.